Okay, Fader, episode four, Glasgow Generations, more street games. What are we talking about this time? Ooh, rounders. Yep. Taking card numbers. Okay. Red car. Yep. Peer a K. Okay. Going to the pictures. Okay. Rag and bone man. Fantastic. Great. Hey, singer. You're at Glasgow Generations in a tranny. Welcome to yet another episode of the Street Games of Glasgow. How are you doing, Feather? I'm not too bad. We're switched on in a way. We're switched on. Yeah, right, We're ready okay. to go. Um, Fit and able. It's been a while. It has been, and it must be about <laughs> a month or so. That's right. I thought you'd forgotten all about me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, nobody else has forgotten, but we've got a few emails uh, through all right. Glasgow Generations at googlemail.com uh-huh. and also the, the comments box at Top 10 Glasgow Guide. Right. Um, it was a Donna Robertson. Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't say where she's from, but it sounds like she's from Glasgow. Uh, so many memories of the east end of Glasgow. Uh-huh. I'll get round to sending mine soon. Uh, and she mentions her email, uh, the, the Grafton Picture Hall. Oh, right, aye. Remember Just that? Top of Castle Street, aye. aye. We'll, Opposite uh, that, the casino. That's aye. right, we'll talk about that later on. Uh-huh. Um, and Daniel McGrorty via iTunes. This is another one. We're on iTunes now. It's aye, exciting I times. I think I saw his That's comments. right. Uh, I've listened to the first three episodes of Glasgow Generations and enjoyed it a great deal. Some of the stories takes me back to my time as a wee rascal in the Gorbals. Um, all the old games in the street basically involving the boys as doubt but absolute toe rags. Correct. Uh, I remember a very similar instant to Charlie's Fallen in the Biddens, uh, which you were talking about last time. Uh, but you only picked yourself up and scraped it off and That's went right. about your business. Uh, having been thrown out by your mammy at nine in the morning and told not to come back until tea time. Spot on. Brilliant days I'll never forget. Thanks for jiggling my memory bank again and looking forward to hearing more. So. Very There's good. There's somebody out there that likes oh, it. well. <laughs> Daniel McGrorty. That's it. But good Scottish name. We were talking uh, the last time about all the, the games you used to play growing up in the 50s and things ah. like that. And uh, we've kind of continued that because... We didn't get to speak about everything. Okay. Um, and I think you, you talked um, about Pirake the last time. Ah, the old puncher a kiss. Um, this, puncher. This, this is a game that um, obviously played between the boys and the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of form a TIG, mm-hmm. like a lot of the games were in those days. And um, basically, um, the boys decided, right, okay, um, the girls go away and hide. Okay. And um, you went away and hunted for one of the girls. Mm-hmm. Um my first girlfriend, actually, was, uh, I'll still remember her, Sally Mitchell. Sally Mitchell. Have you ever listened to Sally? <laughs> uh, my, first, <laughs> my first love, you know, my first kiss. Um, must have been about ten at a time. She lived two closest down from me in Black Street, and uh-huh. um, that was sort of kind of romance. So you always what, went... What age was that, kind of? Oh, maybe ten, eleven-ish, something uh-huh. like that, around about, before I was twelve, before we moved mm-hmm. up to Queensley. Um, so yeah, the girls would maybe scatter up the various closes or yep. whatever, and you usually had a good idea where they were going. And sure. You didn't go and chase a fat one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry God, that's right. Uh, uh, um, she usually get punched instead uh, of kissed. Uh, yeah. uh, exactly, <laughs> aye. So um, you get a hold of them and... Um, Whoever you happen to find, in mm-hmm. uh, my case, it was always Sally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'd ask them, Pierre, a K, punch her a kiss, and you, they decided what you were going to get, one or the other. All right, so if, you say, if she said punch, 
Aye. You would get punched, basically, Aye. right? Okay. That's right. And Rather than said, you punching, you're going, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, invariably, if it's the one you found it, the one you took a wee fancy to, it was always a K. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, the, the one with the specs and the bowly legs, <laughs> uh, that was a punch and get on with it, you know? That's right. And you move on. As I said earlier, it was like a form of TIG, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a like kick the can, you know, you would yep. everybody dived up close, he's round corners, yep, hide and seek type, ah, mm-hmm. hide and seek. Mm-hmm. And you caught somebody and um, that was your sort of uh, reward, if you like, mm-hmm. if it was a K, a mm-hmm. kiss sort okay. of thing, you know. So aye, that was pure against someone other than Sally Mitchell and she got oh, jealous. Oh aye, aye, <laughs> um, there was a lassie McLaughlin lived up her stair, um, the first landing, uh-huh. um, Funny story about her, but um, <laughs> aye, she she was less attractive than Sally, shall we say? <laughs> well, um, she was quite menish. Well, uh, no, no. <laughs> but uh, oh, aye, there was, there was, I mean, there was a whole group of them. I mean, uh, you know, uh, there was like there was maybe ten or ten or twelve boys, and roughly the same with the girls. And we used to play with them at the rounders, and uh-huh, believe uh-huh. it or not, even skipping and things like that. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, you might sound daft now, boys playing skipping, but you did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, because all the girls would be skipping, oh, skipping ropes, uh-huh, skipping uh-huh. ropes. You know, and they, the girls would tell you, "This is a particular game they play, sort uh-huh, of, uh-huh. jumping in and jumping out." Like the, was it the Dutch? What you call that? The uh, double Dutch, or double something. Dutch. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. It wasn't that, but different ideas what to do, and then uh-huh. like, we get fed up, and we'd be back playing football again, type <laughs> of thing, you know. Um, and you played rounders with them, uh-huh. um, former cricket. Former, yeah, I like how you described that, and when you were giving me your prompts, former aye. cricket played with the girls. Played as if it's not aye. a real that's the difference between English and Scottish, I suppose. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Apologies to anybody in England who happens to listen to this, but cricket's not a favourite sport up here. Maybe now football these days, yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but no, we used to play with AIM and um, played that in the street in Bear Street, mm-hmm. um, up near the sawmills, as we talked about before, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how many people would play this? Oh, again, 12, 15, 20, yeah. 20 kids. I've got memories in the in the playground with pretty much everyone in the school playing one aye. game. Yeah. Oh, aye, it's uh-huh. like uh, was it the wall game they caught down in England? Or, you know the whole town or the village going uh-huh. Uh-huh. chasing a ball through the village. <laughs> That's right. um, you know, it was all the kids that happened to be there at mm. the time. Um, what were we playing the day type of thing? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. that sort of bash around us and. Um, Depends with the weather like, I suppose. Well, I suppose, that's right, well, because the, yeah. the weather then was always sunny. Always that sunny. <laughs> that was, I used to or you just blank out the, the bad days. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember bad days, actually. All I do remember is sun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to mention it before, you know, when it, you sit, the kids would sit in the pavement at mm-hmm. the end of the, the cyber, as they call it. The cyber? The cyber. Cyber? What's cyber. the cyber? Just the end of the pavement, you know, the curb mm-hmm. and the road. That's called a cyber. Oh, I know any old Scots person would tell you what that means. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just you come to the end of the pavement and you've got the road. Right. That bit there, like in the gutter, if you like, it's uh-huh. a cyber. And kids would sit there at the edge of the air and in the hot days, you know, the, the tar and the street, the road would melt and you'd poke your fingers in and make wee things out of it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And the, the odd occasion it did rain, what we used to get was like plums and, you know, the stone inside plums. Yep, all right, yeah. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what you get, you'd eat your plum, you get the stone, and then you rub it, the stone on the ground, uh-huh. to take an edge off it, and uh-huh. it creates a, 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 a base of like a wee boat. Right, okay. And you should sell that down the puddles. <laughs> stick a matchstick in the top and a wee bit of paper, and that was your wee boat's going down there. So you would sit in the gutter, huh. poking your fingers, fingers in, the in the tar, and uh-huh. <laughs> you'd make wee models with the tar, <laughs> the melted tar, and um, uh-huh. if you happen to have any, any fruit with a stone in it, once you did the fruit, you took the stone out and rubbed away at it till uh-huh. it was one side, and then that go down. The, if there's any rain running down the gutter, uh-huh, that was uh-huh. your wee boats. 
until we're doing the stank. Like These that. days it's remote control boats you use. <laughs> <that's it. laughs> How you filled your time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, um, right. Played cars in the seat. As I mentioned Kennedy's seat before when we used to climb over there. Uh-huh. It was a dust pitch, as I said. Mm-hmm. And you'd get um, everybody wee cars, obviously wee toy cars. Mm-hmm. And you would get a lollipop stick. And through the dust, you create roads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you'd like get your stick and longwise. I'd make wee roads, you know, go around the circles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your car, you go around this in the dust. I remember doing that in our backyard with slates. Ah, that's yeah, an idea. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. Except you just dust then. And these were just things that you do because I said, probably at the risk of repeating myself, um, you didn't have any other, ent- there was no television, no computers and I liked, your, I liked your face the other day when we were talking about the PS3 and how Stephen and I, my brother, Aye. your son, were sitting there in each other's house um, play, <laughs> playing the play, it's, PS3, it's, speaking to each other on the Bluetooth. Not in my It goes a wee beyond me, I think. Uh, um, uh, probably anybody over, I don't know, 35, 40. <laughs> You lose the interest in it, or it's too difficult, or too complex. Because it's well, what you're brought up with. Aye, isn't it? Aye. Uh-huh. simple man. That's it. Simple well, man with simple it. lights. You, I know. <laughs> you can't get much simpler and you than me. Talk about cars. Red car, I think you mentioned last time. Red That's... car again is another form of TIG. Mm-hmm. Um, red car, obviously, it was tram cars. Mm-hmm. The colours of the cars, the tram cars in Glasgow in those days, the, the, the Glasgow Transport, the, the, the trams that mm-hmm. they were in later trolley buses, was this sort of. Uh, gold, um, what's the colours again? Yellowy, gold, and green. Right. Um, so I can Celtic buses. <laughs> uh, almost, almost uh-huh. like the tricolour. Uh-huh. Um, that was the colour way back in the 50s and the 60s. Uh-huh. Um, and these were the tram cars, and I said to you, down at the bottom of Parley Road, uh-huh. you could stand up at the top of Blank Street and look right down the bottom of Parley Road, and when a car came along, uh-huh. everybody shout, Red car. Okay. Why red? Because they weren't red, you know? Uh-huh. And again, everybody scatter. One person was nominated to try and find everybody. Right. Okay. Sort of thing, you know? And again, you know, you'd be standing at one side of the road, the guy who was nominated to chase you, hunt uh-huh. for you, uh-huh. was at the other side. And we'll be standing waiting for a tram car to pass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And of course, sometimes it's only every 20 minutes or so. Yeah. So <laughs> just stand there, yeah. But fed up now, you know? That's it. Um, and as soon as a car, you hear some red car. Everybody would scatter. Yep. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you, you're given like 10 seconds or something like that, count to 10. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, again, up the close, she's around the back course, into the pitch, football yep. pitch, what have you. And he had to go around and try and catch you all, uh-huh, type of uh-huh. thing. And the last person caught was the next person yep. next time round. Mm-hmm. Why it was called Red Cart, I don't know. Uh, who came up with these ideas, the the names of them? And... Probably inherited from yeah. older kids, you know, when we grew up. I mean, um, I've got a photograph, I think you've. I think it's in your computer somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A street photograph of a bunch of urchins. Oh, the one from last time, yeah. Ah, it was it last time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a big fella standing at the back, Joe uh-huh. Cairns, and um, another fella, um, I think it was Betty Ferns, his brother, I can't remember his name. Uh-huh. And we used to, young kids, hang about them until they get lost. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, they kind of passed down the games, and uh-huh, of course uh-huh. then we did the same to the, the younger kids after that. Uh-huh. But nobody ever said, where did that come from? Yep. You know, uh, this is what we're doing today. Just we're you. Playing, aye, yeah, we're okay. playing red car, or we're, we're, we're jumping dikes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you, you just followed. Do so you remember uh, any of the games that the older ones played that you weren't allowed to play? No, just smoking up the back course. <laughs> <laughs> well, that you said last time you well, did well, that. Well, well, anyway. well, I've had a bash of that as well, you know, come green-eyed, you know, and tune bus tickets. <laughs> That's aye. right. Um, no, the anime is probably just the same as day. You know, you get... Um, 
even like families, you know, there's maybe two or three brothers in a family. If mm-hmm, one's mm-hmm. 15 year old and the next brother down is 10 year old, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't want to know the 10 year old wants to hang about with a 15 year old. Right, right. Get lost, you, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what they did. They just chased us and, mm-hmm, you know, we just mm-hmm. congregated ourselves and moved on. But you did occasionally get information from them about this is what you do and this is what you do. And uh-huh, uh-huh. that was about the sum total of it, sort of thing, you know. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it just moved on. Talking about cars again, uh, right. you'd given me a problem saying taking car license numbers. Oh, right. Aye, that, that was a. That sounds really exciting. So, aye, I was just saying, it's almost like train spotting. Uh, not the movie. No, not no. the movie. We don't take drugs. Yeah. We're not explicit. Um, no, you had a wee notepad. Uh-huh. And um, what you did was, when your car went by or a lorry went by, you took its license number. Okay. You wrote it down. And you had pages of these, and then you'd go and see one of your pals. Have you got such and such? You know, it might be, a, it was an old right. Ford. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. i got ABC123. Uh-huh. Have you got that one? Well, where did you get that one? And it wasn't allowed to put it down. You could only write it down in your pad when uh-huh. you actually saw a car passing uh-huh. and it uh-huh. took their numbers. Boring, aye. What, did you swap these numbers? or <laughs> Kind of like the no, well, <laughs> early sticker album? Well, yeah. Probably, you know, because uh-huh. we all had wee notepads. Uh-huh. And um, at some point you'd meet up with each other. Like, you know, I might be doing car numbers today and he might uh-huh. be playing with the tar. Yep, you know? uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'd say to him, uh, I saw three today type of thing. Have you got it? Uh-huh, and you read uh-huh. out the number and you get his wee book out. I have to go to that one. Where did you see it? Oh, I don't know, Kennedy Street. It's a good neighbourhood watch thing, isn't it? Hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> We're looking for a black Ford Escort, you know. Did the police ever come and ask <laughs> questions? <laughs> have you seen this one? Aye. And you had pages and pages and pages of car numbers. With no rhyme or reason as to nope. why you were doing nope. it. Yeah. Probably, as I said, like these sort of kind of... Geeks. Geeks, <laughs> or whatever, bud. They turn up at Central Station and uh-huh. take train numbers, you know. Uh-huh, why? Uh-huh. You know? Same difference, I suppose. You know, good grief. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it's a thing we. I used remember to doing like um, trips when you know we would count how many red cars we saw and the the journey to going to Cornwall or something. Yeah, you know, that's right. It's pass the time away. Type not of as thing, exciting you know. as taking down. Not quite. No, not license quite. plate numbers, obviously. It's, but uh, <laughs> it's to anybody, I probably these days. My God, <laughs> you know, no wonder you're twisted and worn. You know. Um, <laughs> That's just things we did. Uh-huh, Simple, uh-huh. naive, whatever you like, but we enjoyed it. Uh-huh, sort uh-huh. of thing, you know. And were you, were you in the Scouts? Yes, I was in the Scouts. I the 135th Ogilvy. Was it, but, uh, were you in the Beavers, Cubs and Scouts? No, I was in the Cubs. Yeah. I joined the Cubs, but not for very long, because at the same time, I was actually in a boxing club, mm-hmm. in St Mungo's. Mm-hmm. Um, I always remember that, because it was a halfpenny a week. A halfpenny? A, a half penny. A half penny. Which is, well, what's that equivalent to now in... <laughs> no, because I picked Oh, you mean in, t- ah, in terms of. This was the LSD and, yeah, um, before decimalisation and. Oh, 50p? I don't know. Something like that. It was a hate me anyway, yeah, which was not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you paid that a week in uh, the boxing club and um, you had competitions and they obviously, just like proper boxing, you, mm-hmm. you fought against your own weights. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, I mean, the weights might be. I mean, I can remember one time. Uh, Hell, we're doing mm-hmm. from a kid who was about four years older than me, but way the same as me, right? Aye. Wiser than me, uh-huh, slightly uh-huh. bigger than me, but a couple of toothbrush thin, you know. <laughs> but because he's height, he carried uh-huh. the same weight as me, and he kicked, punched me all around the ring, yeah. But uh-huh. uh, that was I, your only defeat, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I was in the boxing club then. I used to go to the boxing matches with my dad up mm-hmm. in Springburn, and um, we used to really enjoy it. I still enjoy watching boxing, mm-hmm. um, the professional stuff, not the amateurs. Um, but no, I was in the Cubs for a wee while, but um, the boxing was taking more time off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
as I got a wee bit older, I joined the Scouts and um, went through Fifth Ogilvy. Where uh, was that? That was in Townhead. In Townhead. Um, yeah. Just near Lissa Street, actually. Actually, more near Dobby's Lowen, mm-hmm. uh, the wee scout hall it was. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the Eagle Patrol. The Eagle? Aye. Uh-huh. Eventually reached the grand uh, title of the, I was a seconder. A seconder? Yeah, uh, I was mine, a sixer. Uh, <laughs> a pal of mine was the PL patrol leader. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Drew McDermott, currently lives in France oh, now. you talking about him, Andrew, yeah. Uh-huh. I married a French girl. Uh-huh. Catherine. Um, he was the PL and I was a seconder. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I learned a lot. Because our family... Did camping as holidays, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably a cheaper version of holidays, and we used to go up north, up to the islands, um, mm-hmm. up there, Loch Ped, Bendaloch, Oban, Malig, Silver Sands, Amora. We went there every year camping with uh, our family, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just remember something there. Uh, my brother John, my his next one yep. down to me, uh, we were 65 in May actually, uh-huh. just reminded the other day there. We were up one year and um, there was a family, a, a friend of my dad's, uh, John Pollock, mm-hmm. um, and his wife Annie, mm-hmm. didn't have any kids at all, both worked in Rolls Royce, yep. And uh, but they, they came camping with us every year, uh-huh. summer holidays, and um, separate tents obviously, um, but they decided one night um, we were going to go midnight fishing, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. well I don't know if it was midnight, but it was very dark, Yep. I was probably about 10 or 11 at the time, John was 9 obviously, uh-huh. two years younger than me. And um, the idea was you'd go in, there was a wee bridge in this place where the river was, and you'd shine a torch uh-huh. into the water, and that seemed to attract the fish up. Okay. But we couldn't catch anything. And the next day, um, we couldn't figure out why we weren't catching anything, because my dad and John Pollock, who was very strict with us, uh-huh. uh, you had to watch the step all the time with him, um, said to John and me, he said, right, go away and get some firewood for the fire, we're going to be lighting a fire, mm-hmm. um, we'll get your fishing rods ready. <laughs> we come back and uh, say to John and me right there's a fishing rod start fishing in the river this was during the day uh-huh. and uh, what they did was they caught a fish they got a fish and they gutted it mm-hmm. slit it open and its head was cut off yep. stuck it in the end of his line and it was in the water <laughs> and John was flipping away with his rods it's just, it was just a pole you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. caught a fish I caught a fish you know <laughs> he couldn't understand why there's no head on it and his guts were so- <laughs> John, as he was about eight or nine at the time, you know, and uh, I always remember that. But yeah, we camped every year, and um, uh-huh. through the camping, that's what made me join the Scouts. Uh-huh. Um, with the Scouts, we used to go camping weekends and things like that, and um, up to a place called Rock and Gillen, uh-huh. just outside Glasgow. Uh-huh. And you do weekend camps there, and then um, we'd up to Nairn for the summer holiday camp, uh-huh. two weeks up there. And um, in those days, the Scouts were quite, the Scout group was quite big. Yeah. There's maybe oh, maybe 60, 70 kids, and maybe with 10 patrols in it. Uh-huh, Each uh-huh. patrol with about six in it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You had all the usual things. Well, you were in the scouts for a yeah, while as well. Yeah. You remember the things they taught you how to do this mm-hmm, and how to mm-hmm. do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I used to love, I still love camping and smell a, a fire burning oh, away, uh, right. making a pot of tea sort of Being a tent when it's raining outside. That's right, yeah, yeah. and don't touch the... Don't touch the walls of the That's tent right. or the rain will come in. Um, <laughs> things like that, and you know, go and gather ferns mm-hmm, in the forest mm-hmm. there, the wood in there. And even under your ground sheet mm-hmm. to soften the ground. We tricks that you learned, sort yep. of thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, how did we go into that? I, I think I mentioned this. I, was, did, I mean, did you ever go camping just with your mates? Oh, I, I remember one year we had Drew McDermott again and Ronnie Ash, the three of us that now at that time were jumping the gun a wee bit. I was probably about 14 mm-hmm. then. I'd been in the Scouts a couple of years. I'd learned all my camping stuff from my mum and dad yep. and a wee bit from going up to Up and Gillen. Mm-hmm. But this year we decided, because I'd been to Bendaloch. With my mum and dad. It's and, near uh, Oban, yep. That's right, just outside Oban, mm-hmm. near the Connell Ferry. 
Um, and I said to Drew and Ronnie, I says, we're thinking we're going to go camping. Mm-hmm. Check with our mum and dad, so it was okay, we can go. And um, we got all our gear together and we went up to Buchanan Street bus station, as it mm-hmm. was then, not the one it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got the bus up to um, Owen, yep. as it was then. Mm-hmm. And then used to get a wee local bus up to into Bendalock. Mm-hmm. And um, we got off the bus at Owen, got our rucksacks, all the rest of it, all our gear. Mm-hmm. Got on the wee bus eventually to get to Bendalock. Got to Bendalock and found that we'd left behind in the bus our axes and half our equipment. <laughs> and our tent poles. Uh-huh. So I went back, got the wee bus back into Oban, into the bus station. Nobody saw these tent poles or the axes or anything like that. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Back to the, the campsite again, up the wee bus. And uh, we'd actually go into the woods uh-huh. and created their own tent poles right. type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and spent the week there and... Um, we kind of run out of money. There was a wee kind of cafe quite near this campsite. Mm-hmm. At those times, it was uh, it was just tents. There was never any caravans or anything like that. And it was a wee sort of kind of shoppy place. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll up there every night instead of sort of cooking in the fire. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We run out of money, and there was a three girls kept passing their tent every night. <laughs> Obviously, to keep kind of an eye on them. Uh-huh. It turned out to be they were the daughters of the landowner, who, right. the farmer. Okay. I hope this and isn't going to become explicit here. No, 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 no. But what happened was, actually, I think they, they must have felt sorry for us because we were looking bedraggled. And I think it was the second last day we were there. They, they come up one night to the tent and sort of chapped in the pole. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, would you like to come up to the farmhouse for, for dinner? Yep, uh-huh. Couldn't get the tent quick enough. And <laughs> That's there. right, proper and, food. Um, aye, proper foods. And uh, I always remember um, sitting in the room uh, with three of us and the three girls and their parents mm-hmm. and... Uh, Everything's very posh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there was a tea, you know, the, the cake stands, yep, uh-huh. things like that, with three levels on them, we toasty sandwiches, uh-huh. cut that square diamond sandwiches, and um, Drew McDermott didn't like salmon and didn't uh-huh. fishy, and I can still remember them with these wee triangle sandwiches and pushing them down the side of the couch, <laughs> couldn't and uh, we left the next day, that the following afternoon, and um, no romance at all, you know, because yeah. we're going away, sort of thing. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we back up the following year again, and we had our tent poles, and we did mm-hmm, the camping mm-hmm. again. Went swimming in the, the North Sea, you know. Of course. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> Billy Collins, you know. In those days, it was the woolen swimming trunks. That's right, weighed you, know, you down. Weighed you down, you know. Um, and I used to love the camping, sort of thing, you know. Uh-huh. But I had it in the scouts, and I stayed there until I was probably... At that time, about 14, and um, I was getting a wee bit sort of wary of having to do this and do that with the scouts, and we'd mm-hmm. went camping mm-hmm. ourselves then. Mm-hmm. We'd learned everything about camping, and um, we did do that quite a lot until probably I started work. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, mum won't go camping. Uh-huh. You know, I won't lie there with yeah. boosters crawling over me. You, know? you can't plug anything in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and I think uh, you'd also said that you went to the swimming baths. Aye, Townhead Swimming Baths mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning, that was a, that was a great thing, because the Townhead Baths, in those days, to let you understand, um, as I said before, um, nobody had toilets, indoor toilets, mm-hmm. and certainly no baths, um, but Townhead Baths, Townhead Swimming Baths had a pool, mm-hmm. uh, and set aside, there was cubicles, mm-hmm. where there was a bath in it, Right. and um, obviously the normal thing was, you bathed, you got bathed in the house in mm-hmm. front of the coal fire in a tin bath. Goodness. Um, <laughs> Right, Charles, as my mum used to call me. Charles was out. John would get in. Uh-huh. Same water. Same water, right. yeah. Uh-huh. Kathleen, in you get, Lovely. sort of thing, you know. <laughs> um, but occasionally you got a treat and you went to the Townhead Baths, to uh-huh. the baths. How much would that be? Oh, I can't remember. Probably about a shilling or something like that, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. 
But every Saturday, all the boys, we used to go to Townhead Baths. It used to open about half past eight. Uh, and to let you understand, I mean, I can't remember the length, probably about 25 metres. Yeah. Uh, but round the Townhead Baths, the cubicles were all all the way around the hole. It was like a rectangle-shaped pool. Like a, um, like a Turkish kind of... Aye. Yeah, um, yeah. It was cubicles all the way right round the whole pool. Uh-huh. But only about a step and a half away from the pool itself. Okay. So you had a... You had your cubicle and then maybe a sort the slab is maybe about a foot and a half and then you were straight into the, the mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. And of course, the kids being kids in those days, um, we get in there and it was always a race to see who was going to first to break the water. That's right. To dive in. Uh-huh. And time and time again, you'd, some bright guy would say, dive in and still had his vest on or his, <laughs> his shoes and socks on, you know, and first to get in the water, you know. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, Die bombing. I mean, I learned to talk myself how to swim by just jumping in and yeah, floundering and deep end, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but when you did, this, we had to swim in, and uh, when you'd finished up, um, we'd get dried and out the road and going back through town here. This was quite near Castle Street mm-hmm. um, and near the infirmary where the baths were. They're no longer there now. Uh-huh. There was a wee bakery shop, and you used to go in there and you get a penny bag of broken biscuits. Penny bag of a broken penny. biscuits. Oh, they were about <laughs> that well. Right, about a foot, uh-huh, a big, uh-huh. big bag. Do you have to pay to get them broken? Or? No, no, they were, obviously the bakers, you know, when they were coming off their, their runs, you know, the oh, things right, broken yeah. off, and uh-huh. the kids were in a penny bag of broken biscuits, uh-huh, and uh-huh. you'd be, eat them all the way back to the house, and that was this. be like tea biscuits or digestives? Ah, or that type like, of thing, yeah, aye. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, always, always big, big, gigantic, everyone seemed to be that big name days. Uh-huh. Penny bag of broken biscuits. Um, Do you remember what the baker's was called? Oh, no. No. Uh, couldn't tell you that at all. But we're there every Saturday morning, uh-huh. um, straight after the baths, in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And occasionally, I say, we used to go into the, to get a bath in the bath, a proper bath, you know, yep, uh-huh. um, without having to go into somebody else's dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, because I was the oldest, I was usually in first, you know. Oh, fantastic. Um, John was a clatty, you know. Uh-huh, dirty uh-huh. for anybody who doesn't go up clatty, you know. Um, ah, that was a bath, down here, but it's like everything else down here going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something, you know. And after the baths, you, would you go to the picture hall after that? Pictures on a Saturday, um, the picture club, the Boys and Girls Picture Club uh, was called, and we used to go to the ABC, uh, the Alexander Parade, and it was called the Parade Cinema. Near Meadow Park Street. Uh-huh. I can't remember the exact street. Mum would probably know, because she knew that area better than I did. Uh-huh. Um, but just off Meadow Park Street, uh, was it White Hill Street? Uh-huh. Anyway... It was a parade cinema, and uh, you'd go there on a Saturday morning, in a Saturday morning club, and um, what you had was you'd have a wee sing-song mm-hmm. with the kids, and there was a guy up on stage, welcoming, and if it was anybody, because they knew everybody, you were kind of basically registered, if it was somebody's birthday, uh-huh. but today it's Charlie Doherty's birthday, he's right. 12, or, and mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. to sing happy birthday, you mm-hmm. know, blah, 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 blah. Not embarrassing at all, no. Not at all. <laughs> um, and then they'd have a couple of cartoons... And then they had the big feature. There was usually two big features. Um, and invariably it was either a cowboy film or Flash Gordon. Uh-huh. And uh, who was the guy with the big cape? The body? Ming. 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 Yeah, with the body uh-huh. head. That's right. Um, so you had Flash Gordon or you had Tarzan. And the film, it was in episodes, if you like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This was the main feature and it was usually from about 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Uh-huh. Um, if it was a cowboy film, you always knew it was a cowboy film because when the doors opened at 12 o'clock... You opened out into the sunlight, mm-hmm. and you could see all the kids, all the boys, running up the street, hitting their sides, <laughs> as if they're on a horse, you know, giddy up, giddy up, all <laughs> running up the street, you know, shooting everybody. <coughs> and None of the films influence the, the kids at all. all. <laughs> the Tarzan, it used to be a joke, actually, because we never could understand it. The Tarzan films, 
and the um, the Flash Gordon films were like an episode every week, uh-huh. and each episode used to end up with either Flash Gordon some sort of danger he was never going to get out of, uh-huh. or Tarzan was in a pit and there was lions coming in to get to him. Right, uh-huh. and you're like, God, how's he going to survive next week? And of course, uh-huh. it cut off then, and you were out the door yep. until next Saturday. Uh-huh. You come in next Saturday when the future started. All of a sudden, the danger was there. You know, you got out, sort of thing. You know, Just, we never could understand why. Hoping but you didn't notice. Yeah. You'd always left. Oh my, he's going to survive next week. Flash Gordon, Ming's got him again. You uh-huh. know, or say there's lines circling the pit and Tarzan's down there. That's and right. Saliving and what have you, type thing. Yeah. But he came back the next week and he was there again. You uh-huh, know, and uh-huh. went on to the next episode and he was another danger. Yep. Uh-huh. And that was us on a Saturday morning, um, right up. Twelve o'clock out to the daily. Of course, it being black and white, I would imagine. Most of them were, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, because um, we're still talking fifties. How, how big would the screen be? Oh, compared to modern cinemas, oh, no comparison, uh-huh. no comparison. I can remember size of a plasma screen TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could remember um, what was it, Vista Vision, as it was called then when it first came in. Uh-huh. Vista Vision, right? And that was when you get things like cartoon came and big films like that in those uh-huh. days, and. Uh-huh. Um, one with James Garner, the driving one was called Grand Prix. All oh, right, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, these were the white, what they called the white screen. Yep. But no, they're just a, probably small compared to what you go to now in the, the uh-huh. complexes uh-huh. now, you know. Um, but big enough for us to get satisfaction out of them anyway, you know. And the Grafton, obviously, Donna Robertson had mentioned <coughs> that. Aye, the Grafton Where actually was, was the Grafton was just at the corner of Castle Street. Uh, it was called a flea pit um, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, Grafton was in one corner, and opposite the road in the other corner, which was leading up to Pinkston and places like that, was the casino, uh-huh. which was slightly better. Um, and these were, I mean, you know, those pictures, they changed every three days. Yep. Or was it Monday, Tuesday? It was a big main feature on. Wednesday, Thursday, it was another main feature. Uh-huh. Friday, Saturday, because that was like your, your main entertainment in those days. Uh-huh. It was going uh-huh. to the pictures. Uh-huh. Um, of course, maybe about a shilling or something like that. But the Grafton invariably was called the Flea Pit. And the casino across the road, directly opposite, mm-hmm. was the casino, mm-hmm. which was slightly better. Depending on what the film was, you went into the flea pit and come out scratching. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. As long as the film's going through, that's the main <laughs> thing, yeah. Uh, and of course, you used to get the asherettes with their ice cream and things like that. You never, well, I don't. I mean, I don't wait pictures these days. Flea with an ice cream, yep. Uh-huh. You know, they're, they're coming in with their asherettes, you know, when the fitcher, main fitcher's ready to start, yep. they come down to the front, you buy your ice cream, you get that's popcorn right. or what have you. Nothing like you get these days with our nachos and their hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started and go to the pictures these days. Um, ah, that was that. But Glasgow was festooned with picture halls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they went down Renfield Street, Upper Gale Street, and not so much Upper Gale Street, Sucky Hall Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was when I was older, when I was winching, um, on a Saturday night. When you were? Winching. Uh-huh. Courting. Um, Courting a young going, lady going, friend, uh, accompanying <laughs> their young lady friend to the, the pictures, the flicks, the movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and on a Saturday night, um, the queues used to be miles long. And what you had was, um, again, I talked to you before about street singers. Mm-hmm. You get people going up and down the queues, entertaining you, singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just a guy. Mm-hmm. Always, always guys, never women. Um, and they'd come along, some good singers again. Mm-hmm. And they entertained you while you were standing in the queue in the pouring rain, waiting to get into the, the picture yep. hall. But Sucky Hall Street, there was plenty up there, and Renfield Street, there was two or three down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't remember about a girl's seat being any down there. Um, no. Um, and other places, I'm talking about my immediate area, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. But 
Couldn't move for picture halls, and that was that was, that was your entertainment at the weekend when you were building. It's all centralised these days. Ah, you got your big complex. Cinema Glorian. Yeah. yeah. Um, good or bad, I don't know. I mean, we got a mini version here in Kilmarnock, I suppose. You know, mm-hmm. five cinemas. Woo! I presume these were privately owned at the time. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. I um, La Scala, the Gormount. Um, I remember the Beatles um, played in the Gormount, go down Renfield Street. Shut now. The old right Odeon, in the corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Aye, the Odeon. Uh-huh. Right in the corner. It's still there, but it's lying vacant, I think, now, isn't it? Uh, aye, well, they're changing it into something. But, aye. Uh-huh. Um, I can remember the Beatles playing there, because um, I was driving down Renfield Street that night, and I could hear them screaming uh-huh, in, the, uh-huh. in the car outside, you know. That's right. Um, but uh, no, that that was your main entertainment in those days at the weekend if you were of a winching nature, <laughs> as I say, you know. But we're maybe jumping the gun there going into the 60s then, you know. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> I think we've, we've run out of time again. God. <laughs> look at that, look at, um, we're looking at the clock here and it says 31, almost 32 minutes, just like that. Yeah, just really just taking our beds, eh? I know, but I think we're, we're going to have to come back to this again, there's just far too much information. Oh, well. Okay. So uh, if, any, if any of um, <laughs> what we've been talking about in the last 30 minutes has interested anyone, um, Glasgow Generations at googlemail.com once again or there's a <coughs> comments box in the top 10 Glasgow guide or if you, you see us on iTunes give us a wee cheeky review mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'd like sure to hear from you it out. and uh, I don't know what we'll talk about next time we'll have to just extend this but <laughs> right well I'll have to get my brain in exactly. here again but, huh? uh, we'll see you on the next time ok lovely bye oh Senga, you've missed that again